Hey everyone, welcome to the Travel Lounge podcast with myself, Ed Finn. And myself, Sarah Slattery. We'll be coming to you every two weeks to discuss various travel topics and to open up the Travel Lounge to answer all your questions which you can send to us at info at thetravellounge.ie. On today's show, we're talking to Nikki Logue, the general manager of the Five Star Intercontinental Hotel in Dublin, and travel legend Con Horgan, proprietor of the Four Star Castle Ross Resort in lovely Killarney. So pull up a comfy chair and help yourself with some nice refreshments and snacks in the Travel Lounge. So, Ed, it looks like uh, staycations are... Um, all the talk this week, despite all the wonderful news we were talking about last week, Europe opening up and Spain announcing, uh, expecting visitors in July and all the, all our, our favourite sun holiday destinations, Greece, Portugal, all them opening up. And here we are with our 14 day quarantine um, yeah. introduced. And um, yeah, so we're, nobody's really sure what's happening. But yeah, it looks like patients will be here to stay anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mind um, melt melt really because I mean for but as you can see there, Sarah, like we've had, you know, um, the Czech Republic who had very low incidences by the way of the virus as well, controlled it really well. They're opening up their bars, their primary schools, and um, this is happening all over Europe. I mean, we're going to have this crazy anomaly, I think, where you're going to have you can fly to Spain in June. Uh, possibly after the 15th and then you can't travel 20 kilometers to go down the country to a nice hotel on your holidays yeah i mean it really is ridiculous i mean i i hope and i would assume that that this quarantine will be lifted by july but the unfortunate thing is that is that nobody really knows and people are afraid to plan and uh, i yeah. had somebody uh message me the other day to say um that they live they don't live within 20 kilometers of the airport and they're due to fly uh, before the 20th of July. And like, you know, technically they're not actually allowed to get to the airport, even though they're allowed to fly to Spain. I mean, it just seems anomaly is is, is the word. All right. There's just so many of them at the moment. It seems a bit bizarre. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that they have, well, I mean, the whatever the task for his here, the government, whatever, what, what they really have to do is, you know, there has to be a uniform approach across the EU and countries like us now here who have contained the virus, you know, and who are, you know, we're doing very well. I mean, and of course, we don't want to throw any of that away. Nobody's suggesting that. But what we do need to do is if if you can, you know, if people can go to their holiday homes down the country, if people want to go, you know, on, on a trip somewhere around Ireland, that has to be possible and i mean we can't have a situation where all of europe is opening and we're legacy last ireland again going oh sure we'll you know i mean that's just we we can't be always reacting to everything we have to lead the way and be be uh, uh, you know in the mainstream on this one because people will want to um it's going to be hard enough sarah like for people to actually want to get on a plane again i'm not suggesting that's going to be even an easy thing or to go on you know, down to Kerry or Cork or West Cork, whatever, on a lovely holiday. But they're just going to have to give people a very specific roadmap. And, you know, everyone needs to work together on it and not this idea that, oh, you know, all this utter confusion where, you know, we're going to be behind things. You don't be like, oh, yeah, we can go on holidays. But when you come back home, you have to stay at home for two weeks and fill in yep. this form. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I 
think whatever about June. I think people probably, there's some expectation there that, that nothing really will happen in June. But I certainly think, you know, with, with Ryanair starting uh, back flying in July, Air Canada announced they're back to Toronto on the 2nd of July. Uh, I do think July is certainly there for for, for travel, whether it's at home or abroad. And waiting until the 18th just doesn't make any sense to me for um, for domestic travel if he can travel abroad abroad from the first but look you know it is that's where it is at the moment and um hopefully they will the government will make some announcements and make things a little bit clearer but i suppose it's a good it's a good week to to be talking about staycations a good good week and what you said there i mean just on touching on that again and totally as i mean look like you said the lufthansa's back um finnair is back you know all these countries like germany switzerland um you know finnair had a very low instance finland again so you know you can do some really nice nature holidays there and stuff as well so yeah but i think yeah as you said staycations is definitely uh, hugely on everybody's mind at the moment now and you know what's it going to be like to go on a holiday now to a nice hotel here how is it going to work? I know. I mean, I'm really actually looking forward to hearing what um, our guests have to say today because there hasn't really been much talk about it or the protocols, you know, what exactly it's going to be like. I know swimming pools are supposedly allowed open in the middle of July, but bars aren't supposed to be opening until the 10th of August. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they have to say. So I suppose yeah, no, we get absolutely. them on. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're welcome pack on arrival now in hotels here. You're going to get a thermometer, a mask. You're going to get a full <laughs> plastic Mac. Uh, you're going to get a bag, a big packet of wipes. And you're going, oh, you're going, you're going to be I going know. around. Terrible, like, I know. It'll be like having dinner at one of the Queen's fancy dinners, you know, where they measure the, the distance between all the plates. It'll be like, sorry, it's a meter and a half. Back off. You know, it's, it's going to go. There'll be, there'll be, uh, it'll be fun and game fun and games but I yeah. suppose uh, you know the pioneers like all of us that are just waiting to get out of the traps are just dying to get out there and uh, and 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 do the stuff and you were saying to me that you did your survey on 2,000 people on your website there and that what was it the the majority of people were yeah. asking about one thing 97% of people said they wanted to see Irish hotel deals, which was kind of phenomenal, really. Um, and that was over 2,000 votes. Um, in fact, probably more if you take in Instagram as well, probably about 3,000 votes. So, um, yeah, that was quite astonishing. But they all want to know the same things. What's how, how are the swimming pools opening? What's the story with the bars? You know, how is it going to work? So um, hopefully um, our guests will be able to answer uh, those questions for us today. Yeah, no, absolutely. So join us after the break when we'll be discussing all things staycations with our exciting guests. So um, on today's show, we're delighted to be joined by Nikki Logue, the general manager of the Five Star Intercontinental Hotel in Dublin and travel legend himself, Con Horgan, who's the proprietor of the Four Star Castle Ross Resort in Killarney. Guys, you're very welcome to the Travel Lounge. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. The question on everybody's mind at the moment, guys, I suppose, is, you know, um, like staycations. And we know everything is going to be hopefully opening up in July. And I suppose what everybody's asking is, you know, what is it going to be like now um, when you go on holidays? And I know you've been waiting to get recommendations, I think, from the Hotel Irish Hotel Federation and Fauntshire and etc. So if I go to you first, Con, 
Um, if I suppose if we could paint a picture, what do you think are what, what, what's the vision for people, or what's the the idea that it'll be what it'll be like now when you go down to the Castle Ross for your holiday in July? Well, first of all, the the protocols and guidelines we were expecting from the HSE and the Irish Health Federation haven't come through yet. So we don't know what's required of us. For example, the most fundamental thing is the distancing. Is it going to be two meters? Is it going to be one meter? Uh, so it's very, very difficult to envisage uh, until such time as we get those, if you like, protocols, what the experience is going to be like. But one of the things we're going to have to try and do is combine the hospitality and uh, guest services with whatever limitations are imposed on us. Yeah, and I suppose, Con, I mean, that is, I mean, again, I was listening to it on the radio today. It seems to be, you know, in Europe, it's 1.5 metres. In some countries, it's one metre. The WHO is saying one metre. Now it's, here's two metres. I mean, confusion, of course, for, for the hospitality. I mean, this really needs to be something that they get their act together on pretty quickly, I think, isn't it? Until such time, uh, Ed, that... Uh, we know exactly what those limitations will be and what other things are, are expected of us. We can't really plan the operational side. But we uh, believe, whatever they are, we believe that we can uh, provide a, a, a good product, a good service, but we'd like to know as soon as possible what's required of us. And Khan, when do you when are you expecting those to receive those guidelines and, and protocols? Well, we were told that we would have them today, but we had a oh. an email from the Irish Hotels Federation over the weekend to say they would not be available today. Hopefully, by the end of the week. All right. And do you think the the two meter social distancing? Do you think that's what's maybe holding? That's what's causing the delay. Whether they go to one meter, two meters, well, one point five. <laughs> well, Sarah, that's that's one uh, one of the problems. But there are many, many other uh, uh, matters to be dealt with. Again, as a practicing hotel manager, Nikki is probably in a better position to talk about you know bedrooms, reception restaurant, all of that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, it's not just about the distance. It, there are many, many touch points. But what we've got to try and do is stick with the guidelines for the protection of our guests and the protection of our staff. Yeah, and on, yeah, have, on that, Nikki. Sorry, yeah. Just if you, what's your what's your feeling on that, Nikki? I mean, is everyone going to get a, ta a tape measure on arrival into the hotel? Or what? <laughs> well, I I think whatever's set out, uh, we're we're going to have to comply with. Now, I I, I did see a draft of the document from the, uh, the 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 Irish Hotels Federation, which, as Con mentioned, will be out this week. So I'm sure there's going to be some tweaking. But I think the document refers more to whatever the the HSE or the HSA guidelines are. So I mean, if the guy, if if the at the moment obviously it's two meters, but if that goes to a meter and a half or a meter, that that would be what would be we require to to, to meet. Um, so at the moment, obviously, businesses like ourselves are, are planning in terms of the two meters and, and setting out our restaurants and, and, and bars in the hope that it'll come into one meter. Um, but I, I suppose listening to various news today, it, it doesn't seem like it's going in that direction just at the moment. So that could be a while down the line. So I suppose as it stands, we're preparing for the two meters in the hope that it changes quite a bit. 
And Nikki, is it going to be a logistic nightmare? I mean, in terms of, you know, the questions people are have, are asking at the moment about, you know, checking into your room, you know, has somebody just left my room, you know, all this kind of stuff about, are you going to have to put like now check like where rooms are kind of left isolated for 24 hours or how are you going to work that out? Yeah, I don't think that's actually going to be a requirement. Um, I think that uh, obviously people are going to expect the room to be as they would have previously, I suppose, cleaned to the highest standard. And I suppose they're going to want some kind of assurance that, uh, you know, the, the you know the room they're going into is immaculate and meets the standards. But I, I don't see anything or hear anything in terms of the room being left off for a period of time. Um, we're, we're intercontinental in, in Dublin. We're a franchise hotel of IHG Group, obviously, which is a worldwide group with, with many thousands of hotels. And again, they're not stipulating that. So at the moment, we're also being guided by IHG. And uh, they're really looking at, I suppose, the cleanliness of the room that is cleaned to the highest standard. And uh, they're coming out with a clean, a clean promise across all their hotels. So, um, you know, I, I don't think there's going to be a requirement to leave a room off for, for a particular period of time, but there will be a requirement to make sure that it's absolutely immaculate and I suppose the touch points and materials within the rooms are kept to a minimum so a lot of the publications and paperwork and various things and maybe cushions on beds will all be removed so it'll be a bit a bit more streamlined um, but at the same time I mean guests coming to a hotel and particularly a five-star hotel they expect an element of luxury but we just need to make sure that it's absolutely clean to the highest possible level. And Nikki, I'm getting a lot of questions. Um, just I put up a poll, funny enough, just on on, on my social media at the weekend, um, just asking if people want more staycations. And it was the response was phenomenal, actually. Um, 97% of people said they did. Um, but all, all the questions were, were all about the swimming pool, the bars, you know, what what's going to happen? Like uh, looking at the... The guidelines at the moment, like bars can't open until phase five. Um, obviously, in a hotel bar, like I assume that your bars, they'll have to be open in July if you're opening in July. Yeah, well, actually, to be honest, at the moment, Sarah, as, as it stands, I think our bar won't be open able to open until the 10th of August. However, um, we're, we're planning to open our restaurant. Restaurants can reopen on the 29th of June. We're, we're actually going to open our restaurant the following week on the 2nd of July, or sorry, the, the Thursday, the 2nd of July, three nights a week. Um, and we can do that in terms of opening the restaurant, but we can't open the rest of the hotel. Uh, but from the 20th of July, when hotels can open, we will be able to serve alcohol and it will be table service. Uh, so people staying or coming in can have a drink, but the bar itself won't be open for people to come and sit at the bar and, and, and socialize. So but we, we, we will be able to serve uh, meals at, at, at that point and, and, and drinks with meals. Uh, and then around the pool, uh, again, at the moment, as it stands, the pool can reopen when the hotel can reopen on the 20th of July. But there is a question mark around gyms. Now, we have a very small membership base. And we're probably not going to open the gym. We need to work that out in terms of the equipment and the social distancing. We're not going to open our changing rooms and we'll provide robes for guests coming down from their bedrooms. So there is there's certainly some areas at the moment that need clarifying. Uh, but as it stands, yeah, bars won't be open until the 10th of August. So if, if um, I can, Con, I remember actually uh, the bar and the Castle Ross and that gorgeous view you have, um, like uh, uh, when people arrive down in July on the 20th of July, are they going to be able to sit there and have a drink because there's food or how is that going to work then? 
Well, I can guarantee... I think I'll have to wait till the 10th of August. I can guarantee one thing, uh, Sarah, the the view will still be there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, too. We're not going to move the McGillicuddy lakes or the lower lower lake. But, But, yes, one of the things we've got, one of the big advantages we've got is space. I mean, we've got 25,000 acres of a national park right on our doorstep. The hotel itself is on 60 acres with a golf course. And within the hotel itself, we have over 1,000 square meters of restaurant space. So, yes, and all, all with a view. So the view will not be shut off. Yes, as Nikki says, the bar will be closed, but table service with a view will be available. Right, okay. So it's just, it's just a basically a matter of improvising. So the restaurants will be kind of become more like restaurant bars sort of a thing. Well, that's the kind of impression I'm getting and, and until the, the 10th of yes. August. Well, I, I would yeah. say because we have a lot of, as most hotels will have a lot of banqueting space, which will not be right, used because yeah, you, won't yeah, have, yeah. you won't have weddings. So yeah. we can use our banqueting space as additional space. Yeah, so very good. Yeah. space as such, is not going to be a problem, whether it's two meters or one meter or one and a half meters. We've got plenty of space. Uh, but it's a question really of access and uh, people not being able to go until the 20th of July outside of 20 kilometers is a major disadvantage because we've got a self-catering situation down there. We've got 39 holiday homes and there's absolutely no reason, as I would see it, why they can't be occupied uh, in phase uh, three rather than phase four. Yeah, Con, I think, I mean, that's some, that's a really good point. I mean, um, I think uh, sometimes the government here in Ireland, I think we seem to react all the time rather than ever leading the way, you know. And, I mean, when you see Europe there now, Germany, other countries like the Czech Republic have just opened up their bars, they're opening up travel. Um You'd really love to see a uniform approach to this because we love saying how we're really European and we're fat, but yet when it comes to some things, we just seem to be so behind on that. And I mean, it wouldn't it be a great help to hotels all around Ireland if, if even if this, if they could open up hotels. I mean, I know it's the twentieth of July, but I mean, I'm not seeing any reason why they shouldn't be opening up in in June. You know, I mean, it seems like I'm wasting all those weeks there for there could be, you know, Niall Gibbons talking about the huge loss of jobs and. I don't know. I mean, is there any, I mean, the government really need to kind of get their act together on this, I think. Well, certainly uh, on the phase three, which is the 29th of June. Now, people can't go to their own holiday homes at the moment. If you have a holiday home in, in, in Gorey or Wexford or wherever, uh, you can't go there if, you, if you're a Dublin resident. And I believe that's an unreasonable situation for the first three weeks in July for people not to be able to use their own holiday homes. Yeah. I think is a bit restrictive. If people can use their own holiday homes, I see no reason why they can't rent holiday homes. And that would open up three very important weeks for us if we could rent our holiday homes, even with the hotel itself not opening until the 20th of July. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it seem crazy, Con, that you can possibly, you'll be able to fly to Spain on the 15th of June? Because the EU is saying that they're, you know, they're asking people not to fly until the 15th of June, if that was the case. And yet you can't drive to Killarney. I mean, that seems bizarre to me. 
uh, well, it's, it, it is a bit bizarre, but I think all of these anomalies will eventually mm. be resolved. Uh, and we're trying to forecast what might happen. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to know when the recovery will take place, what the end of the year is going to be like. All we can do is stick by the rules at the moment, wait for the guidelines, and then operate to the best of our ability within those guidelines. Yeah, and I think, Con, just on, I'll stay with that, just on the, what you were saying about your 39 houses, lodges there, that's obviously something as well that's going to be very appealing. And I think, Nikki, for you, I mean, the fact that the Intercontinental has so much space as well, I suppose that's, I mean, you're, you guys are going to probably attract, uh, you know, the, 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 the bit, people will probably be going there before kind of smaller hotels around the country, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I hope so, Ed. I mean, uh, I suppose one of our benefits is that, as you mentioned, we, we, we do have lots of space. We've, we've got some grounds and we've got large public spaces, a bit like Con as well. So the social distancing hopefully won't be as much of an issue. We've got we've got uh, some of the largest bedrooms in, in Dublin and we're even hoping we're sort of seeing ourselves as a resort in the city or slightly outside the city. So some of the other hotels in the city that might not have as much public space might be a little bit more challenged. I think I think the key thing for people traveling uh, throughout the country will be sort of space, getting outdoors, you know, if they decide to stay in their room, that they don't feel confined. Uh, I, I think, you know, the, the countryside will do very well and, and, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully people will come to Dublin as well. But I think if they come to Dublin, they'll want to know that they can get out, that, that they don't want to feel confined. And thankfully, uh, as a resort in the city, we, we've got that to offer. Yeah, of course. And just on that, I guess, um, Con, just to you there, first on that, you know, I mean, I'm sure there must be, bookings must be quite robust at the moment are they because of the fact that everybody will probably want to kind of first of all start holidaying here at home and then for next year i suppose easter and you know you're looking now at 2021 um overseas tourism must still be quite must be something would be very big for both you guys i guess uh, the overseas market you mean Ed? yes yeah well i i would first of all the government have done one very sensible thing they've set up uh, a tourism recovery task force and it's very well represented by the industry as well as at uh, tourism ireland and uh, forge ireland and they're going to address how the country as a whole can address tourism into the future but that depends on so ma- so many factors as far as if you like next year is concerned I would sincerely hope, as far as the domestic market is concerned, we'll be back to normality. And as far as the overseas market is concerned, we may not get as many tourists as we got in 2018, but I do believe the inquiries are there and there will be a a, a kind of a pent-up demand for, for holidays. And I would see if Ireland appears to be a safe destination, which I think it will be, you will see the continental market, the American market, and the British market coming back. I think the same for us. Actually, we're 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 so reliant uh, at the Intercon in in Dublin with uh, the international market, particularly the US and and the UK. I think for all of us this year, between between when hotels open and the end of the year, we're just going to be reliant on the the domestic market predominantly and probably a, li- a little bit of corporate business. But uh, next year is is all about international business and trying to enable that to to come in and hopefully by then we'll have sorted this issue in terms of quarantining for 14 days i mean that that's that's a big issue at the moment so as long as that's there uh obviously that'll hinder the international business but 
a huge amount of our business that we had on the books uh, during this pandemic and to the end of the year. And thankfully, a lot of that has postponed to 2021 uh, and a lot of it really from sort of June, July, uh, you know, when people were, were checking new dates, I suppose they wanted to make sure that things would be resolved. So so next year could could be a good year as long as um, all those issues are addressed. Yeah, Nikki. And I mean, I mean, I presume you have an awful lot of booking requests for, I mean, this year must be an awful, a huge amount as well, I would imagine, from July on now. Yeah, it's, it's, I'd love to say we have, Ed, I think mm-hmm. now that we're, we're getting the word out there that we're reopened, which, which is a positive. So we're now starting our, our own marketing. Um, you know, I'd like to see it up the pace a little bit in, in the coming weeks before we open, but I, I suppose we're taking the view that, that we're opening now and, 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 and the word is going to get out there and we, and we need to make sure we're selling ourselves. I think it is going to be a challenging market because I think every hotel that is open, is going to be looking for a slice of that business. Uh, so I don't think it's, I mean, I think a lot of people will take breaks, but, uh, you know, there's 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 only so much business and, and so many hotels, uh, those that open. So I think everybody's going to be trying to go for that business. And Nikki, just thinking a bit further on down the, the line into next year, um, like when you're putting your, your rooms up for, for sale, are you, are you holding back some of those rooms with regard to distance, like thinking that this might be here for, for a long time? Or are you selling, you know, have you all rooms released up for sale or how does that work? Yeah, good good point, Sarah. I think at the moment, because uh, that question has been raised, and I, I don't think that limits are going to be set by by um, by the Irish Hotels Federation or by the HSA. I think it's just been going to be a case of can a hotel manage the social distancing if a hotel is full, and, and I don't think we'll have that issue initially when we open, but that may come down the line. So I think I think we need to see how that works out. Again, we're probably fortunate in that we have the space. So even if our two hundred eight rooms were full, we still have a lot of room downstairs we still have the largest function rooms in dublin so if it's a a busy breakfast we can manage it over our function rooms um and i suppose a lot of the business that has postponed for next year might be big incentive groups that might have had 170 rooms for two or three nights so we we need to make sure that we just manage uh see how it goes when 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 we reopen and and manage that on a on a sort of a week-to-week basis to to monitor how it works but as i said we're one of the lucky ones because we've got the space but um you know other hotels that might fill might have a problem in terms of downstairs yeah, it'll be it's an it'll be an interesting one because you know I'm hearing some people trying to move dates to next year, probably more now in fairness with foreign travel. But some hotels are booked out already, or they've they you know families are are, are messaging me saying the prices are much dearer. And um, with people changing to next summer, you're sort of trying to say, well, possibly July August. Should they be booking now? You know, I mean, Con, I'm sure your holiday homes, your uh, lodges. You, you, I don't know. I can't remember how many you have, but I'm sure that they would typically get booked out quite early, would they? Uh, 39 is the number, Sarah. And yes, they tend to book, especially for July, August. I mean, the big demand is when the kids are on holidays. I was reading today, by the way, that uh, a hotel in the south of the country did a survey of its previous customers. And the big issue for them, I don't know if it came out in your survey, was uh, crowds. In other words, people don't want to be in a crowded situation. And that was of of sort of major concern to them. And one of the things uh, we were looking at, and we've got to start thinking a little bit outside the box, in terms of... uh, 
servicing of bedrooms, we would intend offering the guest a choice of servicing their own bedroom and just having a daily change of towels. Some people might feel safer in that environment. Yeah. And it's kind of things we just have to think about. It's not to, to in any way to save us, as it were, the, the, the trouble. But sometimes people might say, okay, this is my bedroom, as it would be, this is our house. We have it until next Saturday. It's ours. And we don't want anybody else in here except maybe for somebody to deliver fresh towels or whatever. As far as next year is concerned, people do book from one year to the next. But one of the interesting things was we were taking bookings right from the beginning of the season. And very, very few people asked for their deposit back. Most yeah. said we'll hold it in credit or they book forward for, for other dates. And we were kind of surprised because it obviously affects our cash flow that so few people said, send us back our money. They're not coming now, but they do intend to come later on. Yeah, I think that's very interesting, Con, as well. And I think that says a lot for the, I suppose, that the trust that people would have in Irish hotels and in the industry here to a certain extent as well. You can kind of see the opposite of that was happening with, you know, with the airlines and people with all the debacle about refunds and vouchers. And, you know, it was madness. People thinking all the airlines were going to collapse at one stage, you know. So I suppose that's really good to hear that. That's really positive. Um, and I think the idea about the room con is very interesting because, I mean, anyone that's been away, sometimes, you know, you're not in the, it's nice to be able to have a bit of privacy and that you don't want the hassle of people cleaning your rooms or I'll be better, you know, I mean, I think that's a, a great idea and I don't think people would have any problem at all with that. I think that would be uh, something they would have done probably on holidays at some stage anyway, possibly, you know. I don't think Nicky, yeah. I don't think Nicky and his five-star Intercontinental would get away with that. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it's interesting that you say it, Con, because I think you're, you're right. Things will be very different and, and things will be done in a very different way. I mean, I was looking at even the other day, the guidelines that came out from Intercontinental. I mean, you know, serving room service where before we would have delivered the room service, the person would have gone into the room with the trolley, set it all out. That'll be a thing of the past. I mean, the guidelines now are... You know, you arrive with the room service, you knock on the door, you leave the trolley there, you, the, per, the staff member stands back and the guest brings it in and they take it from there. So you, it, it's going to be a very, very little or no um, um, contact or staff going into rooms. And, and, and if a staff member has been in a room, then when they come out, the, the, the guest is going to want to know that nobody else has been in there. I, th I think that's, that's the change, which is going to be very different, but uh, it looks like it's, it's the new way. Yeah, does that mean, Nikki, that all the staff that you have, the staff that you would have had, I mean, I don't know how it will work. You'll have to probably put a lot of people towards customer service or something. I mean, it'll be very interesting. What do you think will be the main, the main, the main areas that you'll have to be kind of very careful about? Well, I, th I think for us, Ed, I mean, again, guided by Intercontinental and we'll be obviously watching closely the, the Irish Hotel Federation as well. I mean, it's just going to be so different and people are going to have to be reinducted. And, you know, with again, with Intercontinental, all of our opening team will have to do a, a two-hour uh, induction online uh, explaining what's expected of them. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be down to training. I mean, you know, if staff if staff say that they want to wear masks, we, we, we'll, we won't be able to refuse that. 
Um, you know, even in, in uh, certain guides, they're saying about, you know, checking staff that come on duty, temperature checking staff. I don't know how that's going to work. It seems like a little a minefield of an area. But uh, so, yeah, er- everything from the arrival to departure is just going to be so, so different. But I think as Con said earlier, you know, it's how do we keep that hospitality? Because as I've heard mentioned previous times, uh, you know, people don't want to go away and stay in, in you know, they don't, know if, don't want to feel as if they're staying in a hospital. They want to stay in a hotel. So we have to try and get the balance right. And and I've kept saying to the team in the hotel that we need to try and do it at a five-star level. <clears throat> so perhaps in some cases, we won't be using the sort of bright yellow signs that would be maybe in some cases yeah. like on check-in, having a nice rope and a stanchion and, and nice signage as opposed to it being in your face, I suppose. Yeah, we'll have to get away <laughs> from those yellow, those COVID yellow signs for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, the sooner the better. Um, I, I actually think the temperature checks, I know they're talking about it in airports and everything. I mean, I don't know how they're going to possibly do it by the 1st of July. But anyway, uh, so so Ryanair are saying anyway. But um, I well, think... Well, Sarah, kind of- uh, Greece, Greece has, Athens Airport has been doing it since the 20th of March, you know, um, no problem at all. And they 20, and they quarantine you for 24 hours in a, in a hotel room. And that's how they're getting their tourism back up and running. So, you know, it's a, it's interesting. I, I agree with, with, with Nikki very much on that point that we have to find a way of ensuring that element of guest experience continues. The hospitality, the, the friendliness, we have to find a way of ensuring that that comes out despite, if you like, the kind of operation restrictions that we might, that we might, be, might be imposed on us. Hmm. Yeah, but I think that's hugely important. And I mean, that's why, I mean, people, I suppose, come here. And I think what you were saying earlier about the fact that, you know, we now have, we seem to have community, the, the contagion is very much under control here in the community. Once the Germans and Americans and people like that get the whole, you know, in their heads that, you know, Ireland is one of the safe countries to come to, um, you know, and I think they will, but I think that the staff. I mean, I think that will. I mean, this doesn't that always come out in Irish people anyway? You know, we're just we're we're just inherently friendly, and I think that hopefully that will never change too much anyway. Especially Kerry people, Ed. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and Cork con as well. And Don't Cork. forget, <laughs> and Claire. A lot of yeah, a lot of Cork people work in Kerry. So, but no, but that's 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 absolutely essential. Otherwise, con, you'll be put at the front, and you'll have to welcome everybody. You know, that'll be the that'll be the that'll keep them all flowing in. Come on, Ed, I I, I stick well in the background. Don't worry. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, do you think? Do you think, guys? I mean, just looking forward, just in a positive way. I mean, aside come from the thing, I mean, the government and stuff. What is the big thing um, that would really make a difference going forward? Is the big thing like the the twenty kilometer rule, and then just the? I mean, I think is there anything that you'd like to just a message that would really be helpful for the industry that could make things easier and really just try and make your job a little bit easier for, for people going forward? Like, Well, certainly the 20-kilometer uh, restriction is, is a, big, a, a big issue for me. And uh, if that were lifted, uh, let's say, as part of phase, whatever the phase is, phase three, I think, uh, I think that would be helpful to allow people to use their own holiday homes and to be able to rent holiday homes. As far as the 20th of July and hotels are concerned, I suppose I have a double interest in this because I've, you know what I mean, I've got a foot in both camps. Um, I don't know. It will depend entirely on the success 
of controlling the virus and being able to move forward a little bit, a little bit quicker. I, yeah, and I think from my perspective, I, I mean, I think overall the government have handled this very, very well, uh, considering how quickly it came on. I, I think the. Um, that the payments in terms of pan pandemic payments to those that have been laid off, I think has been a positive, the subsidy. I know they're going to address that again in June. I think it'll need to be extended because very unfortunately in many hotels, not all of the people will be returning when hotels reopen. Um, so I think that's that's fundamental, but indications are that that will continue for a while. Um, I think the one meter um, uh, coming down from two meters to one meter is, is crucial. And, and again, when it's safe to do that. And I think, then there will need to be other stimuli for the industry because unfortunately the industry is on its knees and it's going to take a long time to get over this so that there's going to be uh, other things needed and as Khan alluded to the tourism recovery task force uh, has been set up now and they, they'll be going back to government with uh, recommendations and I think things like VAT and other incentives will will be part of that I'm sure. Yeah, guys, but, you know, I think the one thing anyway that, and I mean, and again, I just wanted to, as we're coming to the end there now, thanks so much for joining us because it's lovely for people to hear from the, you know, from the hoteliers point of view, really, you know, how, how you're going to manage things. But, um, I think, uh, for the, for the foreseeable future, um, that the staycation is going to be a, just a really big part of the, uh, of the business here. And, and I mean, I suppose that's going to be a bonus. For, for hotels here in Ireland anyway. So that's at least a nice, a positive side for, for, lo for the industry here. I think the Irish people are good too at supporting. You know, we really, we really are. And I, I, I think people will take a staycation, um, you know, if they can't go abroad. And uh, plus, I think just we're all cooped up in our homes. We're all probably dying to go and get the, the cliffs of more and get, stand on the edge of cliffs and let the wind blow our hair away and, you know, or get treated to in a nice five-star hotel. or Like, I do think, you know, obviously the overseas tourism will be hugely missed, but I do think the Irish people will get out in, in, um, in force for staycations, you know, and, and who knows even with the school situation, if, if, if the schools aren't open full time in September, October, and there are days here, maybe families will even be able to get away for long weekends in September, October that they may not have done before because, uh, so I, I, you know, I do think hopefully the, the Irish people will rally around and, um, and we will, people will see a lot more of Ireland than they've than they've ever seen before. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, if, Sarah, if you were watching the Late Late Show on Friday night, Daniel and Magella's appeal for the St. Vincent de Paul raised, I think, was it like 700,000 in a few hours? So they're definitely very giving people, the Irish, there's no doubt yeah. about that. But I think, like you said, they will definitely 100% are, you know, are, are so mad to, to get out there and to see it. Because Ireland is a such an amazing country, as we know, and so much to do and see. So I think a lot of people will probably rediscover how beautiful Ireland is again. And hopefully that will be the case. Yeah, we, we hope so too. Obviously, I, I think you're right. I think the Irish will 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 support Irish hotels at this time in need. And I think, as you said, Sarah, people are cooped up and they want to get out and people are, you know, fed up with dining at home. They, 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 they want to be handed a nice meal. And I suppose that's the reason why we're opening a bit earlier as well when restaurants can can open. So look, we, 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 we yeah. I suppose we have to be as positive as we can, despite the the huge challenges that we have and uh but look we're we're a resilient um group of people and i think we will get through it but um not, not without not without hard work and, and and getting used to the new way brilliant well listen lads thanks for nikki just you first what's the what's the website there for people that want to get some fabulous offers for the coming months 
Thanks very much, Ed. Yeah, so it's uh, www.intercontinentaldublin.ie, and uh, we've got we've got lots of offers, so there, there will be good value there. And uh, we'd we'd love to welcome people. As I said, we see ourselves as a resort in the city, so think lots of space, uh, lots of walks near near the sea in Sandy Mount, and pool on a pool and big rooms. So lots of space, and we'd we'd love to welcome people. Brilliant. Well, you're with the tw- you're within my twenty kilometers for the moment, anyway. So I'll be out for an old bowl of soup soon. <laughs> Listen, Carl, Great. what's your what are the details there for people that want to go down to the beautiful Castle Ross Resort? Castle Ross Park Resort on in the Killarney National Park. Uh, the email address is simply www.castleross with an e dot i. That's Castle Ross Fantastic. with an e at the end of it dot i. And fantastic guys. I, I would say just that you know. Our market in the high season in July and August is 70% Irish anyway. So our market is sitting there ready to pounce on us. And all we need is to get, you know what I mean, to get to open up a little sooner and we could have, we could salvage the season, let's put it that way. Brilliant. Well, let's hope the bright people are listening to this, Con. And listen, it's been terrific to have you on. And listen, guys, I hope you have a, with all things being considered, I hope you have a good season ahead. And I hope that you're back in business and up and running as soon as possible. Thanks a million for joining us. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Travel Lounge podcast with myself, Ed Finn. And myself, Sarah Slattery. Edited and produced by our award-nominated producer, Martin Flannery. You can follow Ed on at EdFinTravel and myself, Sarah, on at TravelExpert underscore IE on Twitter. And you can contact us with your travel question to info at thetravelounge.ie. So please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. It's available on all podcast platforms and you can leave a nice review as well. All the best. Bye.